Hello, citizens. Welcome to Things That Will Burn in Hell. No, that's not this show at all. That's not this show uh, even a little bit. This is uh, LAW. That's why he's in review. I'm Phoenix West. Welcome to the show. Frank's not here because he's a, uh, a several hours late. Here's the theme song. You're traveling through another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, Dark Territory. All right, this is normally what Frank would play one of the clips of the intro for the episode, the little dialogue, and then uh, Rod Sterling's intro. Uh, I'm just going to describe it because he's not here. So, uh, yeah, I'm going solo right now. He's going to kick in here in a minute. So, if we hear the annoying as fuck uh, Skype theme song, with that little little ditty that they play there. That's that's Frank joining in. Um, today's episode is A Little Girl Lost, episode 326 of The Twilight Zone, uh, episode 102 of our fine program. Yep, it's just me. It's just me. Uh, this is a this is a classic episode. Uh, the Simpsons also spoofed this one in one of their Treehouse of Horror uh, episodes. It's a, it's a good one. Uh, I believe that one was behind a bookshelf. This one's a, a, a little girl's bed. A little, little creepier. Uh, this one it basically starts off with a, a couple in bed. Uh, elderly couple. And by elderly, I mean, I don't know, you know middle age. They're sleeping. Uh, that's why they're in bed. Why the fuck did I say that? Anyway, that's, they're sitting there. It's dark. You know, you know, TV dark, which means there's like a fucking 4K across the room. They, uh, they start hearing like, Mama, come to me, Mama, Mama. Like the ghost of their dead daughter. That's what it sounds like. I, I think the girl's still alive, but it, she has a ghost voice. Uh, there's a reason for it, uh, obviously, uh, other than being her being just a deceased person. They the father wakes up and he's like, "I got it this time. I know you drank a lot. You, you were pretty shit faced last night, so like, I'll fucking get it because I know you're not going to do it." And he turns on his little lights, which are right by the bed. I don't know if those don't really exist, do they? Do people really have lights right by their fucking bed? Like, I have to grab this light within one and a half seconds after waking up. Otherwise, I don't, I don't want any light. Fuck it. I'll, I'll learn to adapt to darkness like Bane. Like, why do you need a light right goddamn there? And it wasn't a desk lamp. It was like a, it was a wall, wall one, a little flip switch. Uh, flip switch. That's what they're called, right? They're called flip switches. And then a guy fucking flips it, and then it's a, it's a, obviously it's a set. So the fucking, all the studio lights come on at once. They have the most powerful lights in the world in their fucking bedroom. I don't know why they need the, you know, this much goddamn light. Like, this, the, does the father perform surgery in there in, in his off hours? You know, after work, he's like, well, got to go to my, uh, got to, you know, burn the candle at both ends here, get to my night job. I'm, uh, uh, I, I, I fucking do surgeries here at night. Uh, I just take out people's gallbladders and, you know, minor surgeries, not like the, not like, you know, I'm going to get rid of like brain tumors if they're on your stem or your brain. I'm not going to do that. So I just do like, uh, you know, I'll take out a guy. I do like a appendectomy, whatever the fuck that is. I don't know what that means. I, I do like little surgeries, like little, I'll remove like a sty or something. I'll remove like, a, you know, if you have some sort of a, I can do checkups, things like that. Nothing too fancy, but I, I do what I got to do, you know, pays the bills. I got to keep my wife drunk so she stays with me because she's way too hot for me. Anyway, uh, he goes to her bedroom. What the fuck am I talking about? He goes to her bedroom and he's kind of like looking around. 
And then he's, he's just like, well, come on, where are you? I don't remember the girl's little name. It doesn't fucking matter. And he's like, yeah, let's call her Rosie, because that's the first thing that came to my fucking mind. Hey, Rosie, where are you? And he's looking around. He's like, oh, come on. Did you, what, do you fall on, You fall off the bed? And he looks down, nothing on the ground. And he's like, oh, you, you fell off the bed and rolled under? You rolled under the bed? Because that's a thing. Most kids have nothing under their bed, like this kid. What the fuck kind of kid is this? What kind of psychopath kid is this? Has nothing under her bed. Not a goddamn thing. Not one Lego. Not one Lincoln log. Not a fucking coloring book. Not a fucking pornographic magazine that she's hiding under there. I mean, it'd be a terrible spot because there's nothing else under there. She'd have to put a whole, a whole bunch of other shit there. But you know what I mean? Nothing. Not a goddamn thing. And he looks and he looks at and he, he goes under the bed. And then uh, you see nothing. And he's like, oh, there's nothing there. And then all of a sudden you see a shadow walk by. And you're like, ah, oh, what is it? And it's, uh, the camera pans over and it's Rod. And... Uh, he walks in the frame, then he looks awkwardly off camera to, to let, because someone is cueing him in that he's, it's time for him to speak. It was very, very bizarre. And then he starts speaking, and he's like, yeah, this little girl's lost. A little, little girl lost, I should say. Uh, go on, girl, go ahead, get lost. And he's like, he starts, he, he, he predicted this, this song that came out way later. It was very strange. But he's like, he's in the frame. It was, really, it was one of the coolest ones, because it panned from the main character and then went over to Rod, and he just entered, entered frame. And it was fine. And if Frank were here, he played the goddamn uh, audio from this, but he's not. I don't remember what it said, what he said. So, so I, I, I don't know what to say. And then, uh, yeah, it goes to uh, you know, goes to commercial break after that. Comes back, and yet another one of our ones where it comes back later, and and the character's redoing what he was doing before the commercial break, because our fucking our main character Chris is looking under the bed again, and he's looking. He's he's not looking yet. He's reaching his arm under there, like, hey, where are you? Like, grab my hand. Really reminiscent of what happens later. But he's kind of like digging under the bed with his hand without, without looking. And he finally looks down there again. I was like, what, what the fuck? You, you, you knew she wasn't down there. Why the fuck is this a surprise? We already saw that you, you knew she wasn't down there. Did you, did you have to like reset and then think about she could have joined? Here's Frank. Good God. Good God, Frank. Anyway, Frank, welcome to the show, Frank. I don't know if you can hear me yet. He still hasn't pulled up yet. I'm just going to keep talking about the episode. Um, He's not even have headphones on. We're going, Frank. We're going live. We're going. Welcome to the show. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> About six minutes in. <laughs> you can barely hear Frank. We'll put a pause in this. Check, yo, check. Check, mic, mic, check, check. Check, mic, mic, check, check. And now you're dancing. You can go ahead and play that intro whenever you want. <coughs> I had to get that mic check on, on the podcast, obviously. Sweetheart, I'm coming. Doesn't she sound like a ghost? What's up, Mac? <laughs> Fuck you, Mac. What's the matter, Vic? What'd you do? 
fours. Come on. What'd you do? Roll underneath? Daddy! All right, honey, I'm right here. Now, come on out. Come on, you just crawl underneath the bed. <laughs> Tina. Take my hand. Come on. In the... This goes on forever in audio version. I don't know. Pedo Rod comes in here in a second. <laughs> Missing one frightened little girl. Name Bettina Miller. Description six years of age, average height and build. Light brown hair, quite pretty. Last seen being tucked in bed by her mother a few hours ago. Last heard, aye, there's the rub, as Hamlet put it. For Bettina Miller can be heard quite clearly, despite the rather curious fact that she can't be seen at all. Present location? Let's say for the moment, in the twilight zone. Spooky, spooky. Um, yeah, so a couple questions about that intro. Shoot. Um... You can see the chalk behind Rod on the wall. You notice that too? They came in later and just like, ah, I'm here now. Fuck it. We can see the chalk, Rod. Fuck it, I said. <laughs> I got a cigarette delivery coming. I got to get here. I got to get in and out of here. I was too busy recording a little girl in my private recording studio. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, <laughs> I got to audition all the actresses, even if they're six. Well, was it only me, but did Rod just really have a strong vibe about it all? so weird it's weird because he comes on frame because the camera does like that it goes from the main actor to him which is cool but then it, the camera pans up to rod's face and then he looks off camera to be like am i am i good okay uh little girl lost <laughs> like it's weird yeah and then uh chris is looking under the bed before this and then it cuts the commercial comes back chris is looking under the fucking bed again or he's not looking he's waving his arm under there and then he looks under again he's like oh she's not here and i'm like where do you Again, we already saw this. Why do they keep doing this to us, Frank? Like, it, it, dude, it was just... I, I like this episode a lot, but there was a few... There was a few parts in this episode where I'm like, this is just batshit nuts. <laughs> do you remember, now that you saw it, do you remember the Simpsons episode about it? Indeed I do. Yeah. It was, I think they went... That, that was the episode that went 3D, Homer, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I just remembered... Yeah, I like that episode. I like this episode a lot. That's a good one. Um, I'm pretty sure Chris is played by like the original Barry Pepper. Do you, do you know who that is? Barry Pepper, of course. Same yeah. with Ryan, the sniper. Indeed. Doesn't he remind you a lot of him? Uh, what, the father? Yeah. They, they have a very similar look. Yeah, dude. And he had this look almost the entire episode, like, he just like his pod. mouth was like like really <laughs> small, but like an open yeah. circle. His eyes are just like bugged the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was a some it was something. Barry Pepper has the exact same face where he can only do like four different facial expressions, but he kills it. Like he was great in the Green Mile. Yeah, he was. Um, let's see here. Uh, 
the fucking wife comes in. They immediately start freaking out. They don't they don't look for the little girl anywhere yet. They just looked under the bed and went, "Yep, I'm gonna go ahead and panic, and then I'm gonna go ahead and make a phone call in the other room, calling my buddy Bill." And then look under the house. And then, yeah. And I was like, the, the last thing I would do is reach out once I know I can't handle the problem alone. Yeah. But you, you, you try. You try. So many questions about the wife. Is she, she's a drunk, right? Um, yes. Yeah, she, she is, uh, uh, I think, dude, she might as well not have even been there. It should have been just a single father. Should have. That she she basically she would not get out of bed. So I think the father's like, "I'll get it." I know you're fucking up late last night, fucking drinking so goddamn much. I got it. Yeah. Flips on his studio lights in his bedroom. And goes in. Don't there. need to set in the house. Fucking ablaze again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't find the light switch, so let's you know light the fucking room on fire. <laughs> Maybe that's why they have the light switches by the bed because she was getting up in the moonlight and putting like lighting matches. Which is drunk. <laughs> it's the tallest bed in history. <laughs> it is. It was so. This is even though it's the early '60s. This is the most '70s house. The layout. Yeah, I do yeah. love. It. I mean, like minus the fourth dimension, you know, fake wall and all. That is so late '60s. They're ahead of their time. They went. They went so fucking far into. I mean, I don't know about you, but I have a physicist, you know, buddy on standby for these certain type of situations. Yeah, as well. And 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 God bless him, uh, because the phone call. Just just imagine what Bill. Imagine Bill's angle here. He's he's asleep. He's probably got his own family. Uh, he gets you know a call at two in the morning, and he he actually fucking answers it right away. The, the dude answers after like two seconds. And then he hears this, like, Bill, I need you to come over. Uh, uh, it's my daughter, Tina. Tina's here, but she's not here. And then that, that's all Bill needs to hear. And Bill is on his fucking way. Bill's next door. He, he, he must be. I would be so like, fast. you're drunk. Go back to sleep. Like, I would hung up. That would be the end of it. Yeah. You're not making any sense. So fuck this conversation. I have so many questions about how... Why does he know Bill? Why does Bill know who he knows? Why did he get there so damn quick? <laughs> that goddamn dog, annoying ass dog. The the life saving dog. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, Chris lets the dog in, and then the dog runs out of the bed, bed and vanishes. And then the wife is like, ah! the wife is so goddamn terrible. She's the one of the worst actresses. Not as bad as the old lady from uh, the old school teacher. Oh, yeah. oh the my bunker goodness. episode. Okay, yeah, yeah. From the bomb shelter. Yeah. Um, the fuck is that episode? <laughs> I, I'm oh, trying to remember. Sorry, so, um, the shelter. It's called. No, that's a different one. No, it was like <laughs> that's a separate uh, one. Um, Trouble with Templeton? No. No, no. Yeah. I can't think of it either. That is a such a throwaway episode. It's really bad. Yeah. But it the, wasn't like yeah yeah. Is Bill not the best friend you could ever have? Because he he runs in there. And he like starts looking around. He immediately knows to put like books under the bed. And he just like immediately is like, they disappeared. They disappeared under the bed. Okay, let's let's dig in. I'd be like, I have so many fucking questions. 
the books never came in to the plot that, again. I'm fine with it. It was like a just in case thing. It just shows you that Bill's like thinking this out ahead of time. Like maybe this will come into play. We need to know where the bed was because the bed's a factor here. I, I, I appreciate that. It, they definitely portrayed him right as being a scientific mind. Exactly. He, he's trying to set up like this is where this needs to be in case we need to put it back. But just how quickly he bought in, because then they move the bed, and then he starts like moonwalk, moon stepping, like like taking these big old leaps, like he's going over some hurdles, and then he's like, Chris is like, what, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, I'm trying to, look, I'm looking for a, a portal. And he's like, what the fuck? Why? I didn't tell you anything that would lead you to believe there was a portal. <laughs> yeah, except that it disappeared under there. And then Bill's theory is amazing, and it, it follows Chris's theory from before. Where apparently it's so common for people to fall out of their beds, roll under the bed, and then fly through the wall. <laughs> Which removed the portal. and Just removed the portal. How, yeah. how would she have, even if it's a regular wall, who falls out of the bed and then rolls under the bed and then goes to the top of the bed and hits the wall? There's a backward somersault under the bed. <laughs> that would be like a demon would have needed to pull her, pull her like that. Yeah, really. Yeah, maybe she nailed that tuck and roll thing. <laughs> yeah, like, like boom, boom, back. <laughs> Chris throws her out of a lot of moving cars, so she's just used to it when she falls. That's why she was whining, because she's got a broken leg. <laughs> yeah. she's. That's why she didn't want to come back. The dog actually dragged her back. I don't want to go back to my dad. That's why she's calling for a mom. Two horrible parents. Poor, poor girl. And, and And even the girl... Had the most annoying whine ever. She did. Mommy. I was I was saying she's a ghost. It was like she's already dead. That would have been a great phone call if Bill. You, you know your daughter's been dead for like four and a half years, right? Right, Chris? No, no, she's lost in the walls. Okay, okay, hey, Chris. Let me go patronize this lunatic some more. <laughs> I feel bad for him. Oh, it's just nope. such a tragedy. We'll test this eventually. I mean, they're seeing therapists... Nothing's working. No meds are really helping. So I guess I got to be there for them. The last time the drunk wife burned down the house, the daughter was t- was inside. And oh, it's shit. just a fucking mess over there. <laughs> I just got to gotta go help them out. I'm going to create my own fan fiction for this. Frank has thrown his filter off the microphone. He's going filterless. He's raw dogging That's this. Raw dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I really do like this episode, though. Like, I, I just suspended disbelief, like, right from the get-go. Like, it, like about five minutes in, I was like, you know what? I'm enjoying this ride. <laughs> I, I love this episode. I really do. I vaguely remembered it until, like, it's halfway simple. through, and then I really remembered it. I just like the fact how, how simple it is. They don't go too crazy. You don't see much of weird aliens inside the portal, inside the alternate dimension. You don't see like, it's just like a weird mirror modulated audio fog machine world with like all these like miniature Chicago beans. I don't know if you, that big ass metallic bean in Chicago. It like reminded a, me a lot of Stranger Things of the Upside Down. Oh yeah. Like a, like a lot of the elements of the, of the Upside Down uh, in Stranger Things this world had. Yeah, that's part of what this, you know, I'm sure that's where this I mean, all originated from. So we got like Little Lost Girl, Poltergeist, and then Insidious. 
Ugh. Poltergeist, hands down, dude. This is all I kept thinking about was Poltergeist, Poltergeist, Poltergeist. Like, like did CBS sue the shit out of the creators of Poltergeist for copyright? They should have. That's, that's basically what happens in Poltergeist. I mean, did Richard Matheson write Poltergeist? <laughs> I bet if we look into it, and we won't. Um, well, let's go to commercial break real quick. And we got to be quiet for this one because I couldn't get the audio too loud. Listen carefully. Rod Serling, creator of The Twilight Zone, will tell you about next week's story after this word from our alternate sponsor. I don't know what hovers over this house, but it was strong enough to punch a hole into this world. Take your daughter away from you. It lies to her. It says things only a child can understand. It has been using her to restrain the others. All right, and we're back. I'm not sure who sponsored us right there. I think I think Poltergeist did. That freaking midget haunted me for years. <laughs> Especially when she does that audio for that. This house is clean because she like she she's doing it in front of a camera at the end of the movie. Like the news crew arrived, and she's like slicking back her hair. It's so creepy. It's so weird. She's like trying to look pretty for the camera. Like, have you seen yourself? Have you? Yeah. There is no amount of wiping anything loose from your face that's going to help at this point. Just, I mean, short of a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe invest in a hat, bitch. <laughs> yeah, there's something going on with it. Uh, anyway. Um, what's that? Ski mask, I think. Yeah, ski mask. That we actually be the only ski mask in history that's less intimidating. <laughs> yeah. Like, like she walks into a bank with a ski mask, and the cops are like, "Oh, hello, ma'am." And she takes it off, and they're like, "Put your fucking heads up. Go back to the swamp." <laughs> fucking swamp creature. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, she's she's someplace being studied. Oh, definitely. She's, She's part of those files. What are those files called? There's like a bunch of them. Well, I mean, yeah, they're not exactly real, but uh, I think they're called the X Files. No, they're S um, S P C S C P S C P. I'm down with S S C P. Yeah, you know me. Yeah, S C P files. And they go off with numbers, and they like it's Euclid, this and that, blah 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 blah. And they, yeah, okay, never mind. After her autopsy, the the dude that's doing it's like. This corpse is clean. <laughs> and they high-five each other. This corpse's organs are clear. <laughs> I punched straight through her stomach and into her organs. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so fucking Bill, you know, takes the thing off. He puts his hand through the wall. The, uh, the wife freaks out in the worst acting in history. And then yeah. he pulls his hand back and he starts to, like, feel He's trying to, like, mark the, the you know, where the, where the portal is. And then he does, like, little lines... And then I got confused about the curved lines and how those came into play, why they mattered at all. Do you want him to explain it? Does he explain the curved lines? The curved lines basically just made a portal, really. It was like a roundish kind of hatchway, almost like, a, like an archway. I, I get the top one, but the Made sense. from the left side, top one, he goes down to the bottom. And I'm like, what are those ones for? Because you already have the straight line that goes right down where the portal is. 
Well, I think if you listen to him, like he, he, he said a bunch of parallel lines, and when they line up just right is when the two dimensions will line up together to form a, like a doorway or gateway. So when, when he started swooping, I think that was to join the parallel lines into the vertical or some. I don't know how fourth dimension works. Nope. Apparently Bill does. Well, he's a physicist, of course. Yeah. He's on call. He's a physicist on call for those, all like, those emergency <laughs> physicist needs. This dude spits out so much fact, proves it, and then goes, not that I know what I'm really talking yeah. about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Oh, my goodness. It was classic, dude. And, okay, so his hand kept going into the wall, but the chalk does not. <laughs> yeah. He's able to write a, an X and a swoosh, and, and, and you know, and the chalk doesn't go through, but his hand does. <laughs> you know what would have been an easier way to do it is to just put the chalk on the wall and just drag down until you hit the door, the, the portal, and then you know exactly where it is. You don't need the fucking like feel and then make a little X. Yeah, really. It's just I would have just got a like a fishing pole and like zing. <laughs> <laughs> She comes back with a hole in her cheek and that broken leg. <laughs> you got her. I mean, <laughs> a little bit of blood and a scar later. But, hey, she's back to this dimension. I think it's a win. <laughs> it makes me wonder what the dog knew. Because that dog Everything. leapt into the wall at first. He must have gone in there before. <laughs> like it's That dog is probably from there. Because that, that bark is annoying. <laughs> I hate little yappy damn dogs, dude. I hate them. I they love the, hell out of the me. dad. Shut the hell up, Mac. They're just little footballs, and they just keep yapping, so you just punt them. Yeah. I mean, I want to. Yeah. They, uh, we'll, we'll ignore that. Uh, the, they, <laughs> Bill's like, we're going to search the house and see if we can hear anything because they hear, uh, the fucking daughter upstairs now. So they start right. searching the house. Very slowly searching. The wife is literally, she opens a closet door and then just like touches some furniture and walks around her room like touching things. And I'm like, bitch, your fucking daughter's missing and you're like supposed to be looking for her right now. She's, she does like not a goddamn thing until no. Bill calls her into the other room. And then it's like this, they go to the bar, the little bar in the room and they're kind of clutched around it and they're all sitting there and they're whispering to it and they're like, here she is, she's right here. And then the wife is clutching the bar for a different reason. And uh, <laughs> the, the, it's like, eventually you, you realize, you like, these are just adults, like grown adults, uh, crouched down, whispering at some furniture. That's what they're doing. Like, hey, I hear her. Yeah, this is really a story of um, underage drinking. It's about underage. Don't have bar uh, and alcohol, so rarely accessible to little kids. This yeah, is what happens. Otherwise, they get... another dimension will snatch them. There you go. They deserved it. And then, uh, yeah, they start hearing the dog bark, and then they decide for no reason that Mac is going to lead her out of there, and then they're like, come on, Mac, come on, Mac, you can do it, Mac, bring her back, bring her back. I was like, does this dog have a history of, like, pulling children out of wells? What the fuck is this dog? And how did the dog snag her dress on, (laughs) not his mouth, but, like, his collar somehow? I don't know. She must have done that. Or he's just a rescue dog, I guess. I don't know. Mac has some magical powers. It's another Mac's dimension, fucking, Frank. Yeah. 
It's another dimension. You don't get it. No, I don't. I live. I don't live in the south. I know. <laughs> I'm totally oblivious to the fourth one. It's a bitch. It really is. But hey, um, at least they came through the portal without a bunch of slime on them. Yeah, that was kind of. Yeah. Me, me personally, I would have threw a few baseballs through the wall. Smack her right in the eye. <laughs> Every single one of them leads to her eyes. <laughs> Stop throwing balls, Dad. By, uh, by the way, just a just a recurring fun or like a you know previous fun fact that we didn't know. It was Steven Spielberg who wrote this, or at least he directed. Uh, yes, it was Steven. Spielberg. Directed what? Poltergeist. Yeah, I know. Oh, well, I don't. Oh, okay. I haven't seen that movie in fucking 20 years. Oh, really? Well, no, actually probably 30, come to think of it. That movie's old, dude. Yeah, it's a, the, the sequel was like the girl, I'm trying to remember, she got lost in a, it was like a mirror, and there's two of them. And it's so fucking weird. It was a... Comparatively, or... Um, <laughs> The little girl died this, from this one, the first from the first poltergeist. It was uh, uh, she had some weird condition. It was like the whole movie was like cursed or something. It wasn't Spielberg didn't direct it; he produced it. Um, I don't know. He had, there's a bunch of curses going on with with that sort of shit like that, and then uh, there's a bunch of old movies that have that poltergeist, and then. The fucking Amityville Horror. I think that was one of those ones. And then, like, Manos, Hands of Fate. Like, all the character, all the actors just die horrible in horrible ways, like, right after the movie. I love the Amityville. And the, yeah. I love the Annie. Yeah. That, the last movie you just said. He loves Annie. That's what he's trying to say. Amityville Horror. Did you ever get a chance to, to see the house in person before they tore it the fuck down? Why on earth they ever did that? I have no idea. No. No, I didn't. Why on earth? Why on earth would they let them do that? From the movie or from in real life? Or are they the same? Real life. Well, I mean, they, you know, the house they used for the movie. Um, it, well, okay. Amityville Horror is based off of a, I don't want to say true story because I don't believe in poltergeist no, or spirits no. or ghosts or anything. But, you know, uh, the house itself does exi- did exist. And then somebody bought it and they tore it the fuck down to the ground removed it, and put up a, a beautiful rancher. <laughs> and then got murdered. <laughs> like That would be the only fitting ending for that. <laughs> shouldn't, have, shouldn't have tore it down. I think it was a rancher, so there was no stairs that they could fall through into a bunch of oil. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the remake with Ryan Reynolds? Negative. Yep. No, now there's Ryan Reynolds. I haven't seen Deadpool 2 yet, speaking of which. Neither have I. Yeah. I heard it was good. Yeah, I'll, I'll get around to it. I do want to see it. Just, I don't, I don't get excited for movies anymore. Just nothing, yeah. nothing. They they killed it. New Quentin Tarantino coming out soon. I'll see that. Me? Yeah. You know why? Because Tarantino fucking spaces his movies out. Like Star Wars isn't special anymore. Fucking no movie series is special anymore. It's like every goddamn year or six months for Star Wars. Good fucking Christ. I just don't care. Yeah, like, uh, I haven't seen Solo yet. I did. Were you disappointed? It was so unnecessary. Well, I mean, they are the one-offs. There's not supposed to be, uh, 
make a sequel to them. They're just a story in the world of it. Yeah, but part of what makes Han Solo great is that you don't know a goddamn thing about him. He's just kind of there and he doesn't want to be. Why did this movie dive into the background of him? Yeah, it's a, it's a prequel. So it just sits there and learn about Han Solo. And it's like, I don't want to. I like the mystery. <laughs> I'm fine he not was, knowing. How much did you need to know? He was a fucking thief. You know all the lines he says in Star Wars? They use that in his backstory, and that's it. So no need to see it, since I already know it? Yep. Fair enough. It, it, it wasn't bad. It was just so pointless. That's... I had a big problem with the the least Jedi. The what? Oh, Last Jedi. Okay. Yeah, huge problem with that piece of shit. That movie was... What the fuck was that movie? I don't know. I liked I liked Last Jedi less than Solo. Fair enough. Last Jedi was... I don't know what the fuck that was. I didn't hate it, but I was like, what the fuck was that? What Do you know I... how deep into the non-canon world of Disney Star Wars they had to go to just explain what the fuck Luke did? Because as far as I was concerned, you can't do that. Nope. But, hey, you know what? You can. If you really dive deep, you can find out where they showed you can do that. They just want. They should just have a guy come on screen and go, we wanted to do this, so we did it. And then give the finger to the camera and walk away. I hated that ending of that movie. It pissed me off so bad. I'm fine with what they did, but not the way they did it. Yeah, I hated it. It was was fucking stupid. Really was. Anyway, we should probably talk about uh, Twilight Zone, right? Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Where the fuck are we? Um, Chris is going to go into the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Uh, do 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 boop boop bop. Here, boy. Here. Oh, Bill, can't we? You don't have to be the dog. We can't take the chance of going in there. Mac. Here, boy. Here, Mac. He's doing it. Man, what a mutt. Come on, boy. Come on, Mac. Here, boy. How do you know what that sound means? Come on, Mac. Come on out, boy. Tina, take my hand. Crystal. My hand, honey. Take a hold of it. Here. It's a gay portal. Here. I can't see it, Daddy. Here, honey. It sounded like he was going to like a... Like if he fell in there and there was like a, a gay disco going on. <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck I was looking at half the time. I'm like, is it this, is it is it some weird like bloated face or, oh no, she's walking. Uh, like, what am I looking at? Yeah, they tried to do that on purpose because it, it's, things don't come in the direction you're supposed to think, you think they would. It's a different dimension. Did you, did you notice Bill's like, I got you. And then he's holding him and it cuts back and then Chris slowly falls in and then Bill's just sitting there watching him like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see Bill holding anything. He he was before the cut, and then after the cut, he's just like, eh, fuck it. <laughs> eh, whatever. And then it, it ends up being that wasn't what really happened, I, I guess. What do you mean? Because Chris never fell in. Because then when they get back out, he's like, you were halfway in. And he's like, you were holding me? He's like, yeah. He's like, I didn't even notice. 
It's like, well, it's a good, it's a, you know, it's a good thing I got you because one more second you'd be, uh, I guess, Cut body half. decapitated. Wouldn't that <laughs> have been fucking great if they almost has her and then like cut to like a wide shot of the bedroom and he just gets sliced in half and it's like a, it's like a fucking blood stain in the wall and the rest half his body falls back. He gets scalped. <laughs> <laughs> the the little girl's hand lands in the room and that's it. Oh my god! <laughs> and one dog paw. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like enough where they have to get rid of it somehow because they'll never be able to explain that shit. It's gonna it's look like, like quick, they were cheating and then they got caught by their family. <laughs> like <laughs> quick throw back into the portal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> get rid of the evidence. <laughs> There's just blood but no body. Yeah. That that could have been another twist is if they just used that as like a incinerator, just threw all their garbage in there. <laughs> like well, that's what the fourth dimension is for. Trash. Yeah. Apparently. We'll find a way. Once our ocean gets filled up, we'll throw it in there. <laughs> gotta, gotta go <laughs> slowly and surely. Yeah. We're working on it. God damn it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's it's like saves girl right here. Can you hear me? You're right here, pal. Don't move. I've got to. Don't move an inch. I've got to. Let her come to you, Chris. Call her. Tina? Where are you? I'm right here. Come to the sound of my voice. That might not work, Chris. Get Matt to bring her to you and hurry. Tina? I'm right here, baby. Is, is, is this fucking music is unbearable. Oh my god. That shit. I'm here, baby. Grab one of Max's eyes. You hear me? Hurry up, Chris. Frank, Frank. Grab one of those cars. Frank, Frank. You got it? Got it? Yeah, yeah. Get out, get out. Quick, quick, quick. And so on. This is beyond irritating, Frank. Why now? Why are you still playing it? Another minute left. It lasted forever. It's so loud. Put my headphones in the microphone again. Endless loop. Oh, it's done. How insane did that get? Wow. <laughs> Just wow, dude. Like It wasn't uh, that far off from what we were hearing. So I mean it's like is it the music was insane, how that, that whole scene happened, and then he pulls them in and then they're just laying there. Yeah. And then uh fucking it wasn't that irritating when I was watching it, but listening back on the audio alone, good god. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, when I was recording it, dude, like I was looking at the the spike meter, but it's like you like I would try to turn it down a little bit, but then you couldn't hear them talk. So then I had to turn it up a little bit, and then it's, it was just, I couldn't find a medium for that. Yeah, because they're yeah. talking, and it's like Chris, 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 and it's like sharp notes. I know. Chris is like creepy like, as hell in there. <laughs> 
Didn't Chris look like he was going to kill her in there? So he kept like doing the sinister face so when he's in the fourth dimension. He's like, eh, come on, Tina. <laughs> come to he's very determined. It's so creepy looking. They kept doing like the evil angles on his face, like a Stan the Kubrick movie. Just so creepy. It's just funny. Like, like so many different movies would pop into my head during this freaking episode. Yeah. Yeah. They, they brought Tina back and then the dog as well. And then the the wife immediately swoops the daughter out of the out of the the episode essentially. So the daughter's barely in the fucking episode. And then Chris and Bill have this super sexual conversation. Please tell me you have that. Oh yeah. It is very sexually charged. What happened? I pulled you out. How could you see me? Half of you were still here. You mean to say you had hold of me all this time? That's right. Oh, Bill. You know, I didn't even feel you. Say, listen, why didn't you want me to reach in there? How come I kept telling you to hurry? Yeah. (laughs) That's why. It was closing up all the time you were in there. Another few (laughs) seconds and half of you would have been here and the other half... Inside me. The other half, where? The fourth dimension, the fifth, perhaps. They never found the answer. Despite a battery of research physicists equipped with every device known to man, electronic and otherwise, no result was ever achieved. Except perhaps a little more respect for and uncertainty about the mechanisms of the Twilight Zone. Question. Yeah. You couldn't see the portal. How the fuck did he see it closing? <laughs> he, I think he was feeling around because he was off to the side. So I assume it was like kind of moving him, you know? Like, oh, it's getting smaller. Getting smaller. Yeah. Well, he found the fucking portal. I think he. Maybe it moved the chalk with it. <laughs> I don't know. think he'd, he'd warn Chris, like, by the way, portal's closing. Might want to rush this shit up. <laughs> he kept going, hurry. Kind of. That was about it. Yeah. Just seriously, move it. Faster. You're going to get sliced in half. Or just, and then at some point, he'd have to make the tough decision of letting Chris go and saving yeah. his own arms. Kicking him in the ass or pulling him in without the check. Yep. One of the two. I'd throw the wife in after him just to be like, eh, not going to deal with this family anymore. <laughs> like, No, nah, I'd keep the wife. Not her. She was fucking She's... irritating. Wow. She's a drunk that burns on houses and kills daughters. We don't want her. He's a doctor. He could cut her out of her tongue. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Logic. Yeah. Cure her over alcohol- alcoholism. <laughs> she just seemed like disheveled like not like a girl that a woman that lost her child like a woman that's sobering up i think the funniest part with her was she's kneeling down in the middle of the fucking bed right well where the bed was anyway yeah and <laughs> this physicist guy he's he's literally like stepping <laughs> like he's walking on ice and she's just like a jump scare almost. Oh, my God. 
I thought you were going to step on her. I'm like, why? Yeah. Why would you think he's going to step on her? She just well, randomly had this fear that her daughter that wasn't there was going to get hurt by this guy. Yeah. I Meanwhile, she, you were there the entire time, hands and knees, right at that spot. <laughs> it's because she's so used to defending her daughter from being hurt by the man of the house. So she drinks. He, he shoves her out car doors, and she burns down houses, and... That's a terrible home life. This is why this portal came up. It came to rescue this little girl. Yeah, yeah. And it knew she's a tumbler, a sleep tumbler. So like, we'll put the portal on the wall. You you think they put a gate up on the bed, or and I have the bed so damn tall, or it, or a mattress on the ground? You know, like old school. Yeah, <laughs> they they should have explained it like she must have been jumping on the bed because that makes uh, sense. Just boing boing swoop. And slipped. Mommy. Well, jumping on the bed and falling into the wall. I've done. I've hit the wall when I was jumping on the bed before. I've never fallen off the bed and did a fucking somersault into the wall. No. Because you're going a different direction. Maybe she took a Superman dive to the bed and just <laughs> overshot it by four feet. Happens. I mean, you know, even on a trampoline, those things are huge. You still manage to fly off of it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Why Was she trying to do like a Spider-Man thing? It's like, I'll cling to the wall. Ah! Yeah. All of these make more sense than what this guy came up with. Yeah, he, he knew too much. They should have never incorporated that goddamn line that he had because it didn't make any sense. It didn't. didn't he knew all. exactly what he was doing. I don't know where. I, don't, I doubt they te- they taught that in physics class. <laughs> they just taught you how to use the sweet chalk maneuvers. Yeah, I mean it was a cool like circle that he eventually did. I mean, but he just made four X's and then did swoops to them. It just seems like he does. He's done this a lot. He knew exactly what to do. You got yeah. chalk? Wait, I brought my own. <laughs> it t- it took him four minutes, if uh, to, f- to find the portal. Mark the portal, describe the portal, find the daughter's voice and where it was coming from, and then get this whole thing sorted out. Like, get it headed toward the ending, to the conclusion. This guy's a fucking... This guy has done this before. Well, he is during the Twilight Zone. Yep. It makes me wonder if he's causing it. Yeah, really. Exactly. Well, yep. This guy's... I, trust me, I do this all the time. You know, I have a whole gaggle of kids in my wall. The family's gonna get a bill a week later for like eighty grand. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what he's doing. Hazard, hazard pay of a physicist. <laughs> he's like a he's like a lawyer friend that you have that like, hey, do you mind reading this over? Like, you know, you're talking at a bar, and he's like, yeah, 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 I'll read it for you. And then you get a bill a week later for you know seven hundred dollars. You're like, what the fuck, man. That's a, that's a bill is. Good God, dude. Physicists don't come cheap. Fuck no. I always want to be a physicist. That's not true. I don't know what they do. They, they deal with physics. And then the end. Sure. I, I don't know. I have no idea what they actually do during the day. Like like for a full-time job, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how you make money at that. I think it would just be like planning out things for companies that are like uh, like with the engineers. I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. I mean, astrophysicist, that's, I know what that is. Yeah, that you can kind of, you know, we can all make sense of that one. But like the regular day job physicist, what the fuck are they doing? Exorcisms? 
Oh. I'm guessing. I have no idea. Sure. I don't see why not. Um, Any fences out there? Let us know at where? The Twilight Zone. Oh, hey. shit. Shit, I blew it. Fuck. I know. It's not a clear. <sighs> shit. Um, <laughs> uh, the, I have to talk about the last shot. Did you see the last shot of the street? Which also reminded me of The Exorcist at the end. Uh, um, um, no. Not something to think about. I don't, I don't remember the street. When Rod's doing his little uh, exit there, wrapping up. And the camera goes outside in the lawn, and it goes across, and you see like a street light, and then it goes up into the sky. I was like, no way this isn't taken from another episode. It just felt like it had to be, like the monsters do on Maple Street or something like that. It just... it, it Yeah, you're, you come to think it, it did look very familiar. It did. I can't quite place it, though. Only one I could think of was monsters do on Maple Street, though. But it was like, it just didn't belong, because it's the only shot we see outside of the house. Literally. Yeah, weird. yeah. It's weird. Oh, um, um, kick the can? No, no, this was like a, like a, the suburbs. So it was kick the can, wasn't it? That wasn't a fucking retirement home, though, not like a neighborhood. Yeah, that's true, that's true. It's, it's something, it's something. I bet we'll look into it later. We're not going to look into it, I'll forget. Anyway. I'm degrading for you. I gave it a nine. I really like this episode. I love this episode, dude. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Nine all the way. I love Bill and his facial expressions killed yeah. me. I was laughing a lot. I like, um, I like just, Bill and just Chris. the premise. Like literally, Twilight Zone really went to another level with this episode. You know, Matt, uh, Matheson killed it. These are the episodes I like, where it's it's sci-fi, but it's not fucking stupid sci-fi. It's like unexplainable. But they find a way to work out, and they, they use the they use everything they can to their advantage. Like, literally, some chalk helps them out so much because they can figure out where it is. That's it. And then the inside, the inside the fourth dimension is a little stupid for me. I almost wish they didn't show it at all. Yeah, really. But, I mean, for 62? 62? 62, yeah. Yeah, for 62, I thought it was good enough. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the yeah. music's irritating, but I, I honestly didn't even notice how irritating it was when I was watching it, because I was like, when, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> yeah, like, when I was recording it, I noticed it, but if I wasn't recording it, I probably wouldn't have noticed it. Yeah. The, the audio alone is not a good representation of the scene. No. You got to see all. how the, the camera flipping around and, like, the reflection off the little, I call them, like, those Chicago beans. That's what it reminded me of. It's like those, I was getting sick, to be honest with you. I was getting like like motion sickness from it because it was like moving. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm looking at. Oh, I don't feel so good. <laughs> and there's a cool fog effect again behind Chris. It's like two inches off of fog on the ground. That's it. And it looks like it's like a flat plane. It's really fucking cool looking. And it goes right yep. up to the wall and stops. Yep. And I was like, yep. that's fucking, I don't know, some cool shots in there. That really was. Again, it reminded me of Seconds. I really the, need to see this. Movie. The camera angles and shit, where it's just kind of like the opening scene of seconds is like this fisheye camera lens. It's kind of like moving around this guy. He's walking through a train station. And it's just, it's trippy as fuck. It reminds me of this. Right on. Anyway, um, does Rod have something to say about the next episode? Sure does. And now, Mr. Serling. Next week, we again borrow from the considerable talents of Charles Beaumont. And we take a fast trot on the wild side. Picture, if you will, a man who wakes up in a strange world, knows everyone, knows every place, feels very much at home. 
The strangeness comes from the fact that no one knows him. Try this one for size on the next Twilight Zone. It's called Person or Persons Unknown. Habit is something you do when pleasure is gone, and certainly this is not the way to smoke. I prefer to smoke Chesterfields and get the rich taste of 21 great tobaccos. Blended mild, not filtered mild. Smoke for pleasure. Smoke Chesterfields. Blended mild, not filtered mild? I I didn't get it either. Uh, um, I guess blended, not filtered. I don't know. Does that mean there's no filter? No. It was He was talking about how they made it. But I don't know how you make cigarettes that I don't know I, I don't know I don't uh, either I was matter. at a loss of that I'm like that was strange way to hmm. yeah that was strange yeah uh, I'm a I'm a little boy lost right now nice I Frankie come get me Frankie Phoenix don't you Phoenix? know I am how did you fit through the TV? <laughs> I came in here. I was watching a show. It was going so well. It's a little marky. Don't you remember? <laughs> I was waiting you for you. Remember? Oh God, y'all! All right, we're done with this, right? Where can we find uh, you? No, no, no. Just, no. Uh, just, just one real quick. Every litter bit hurts. So think before you throw. Keep America clean and beautiful. It's a it's a pun. Get it? Every litter bit hurts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Apparently man. they want you to tape a paper bag onto your glove box. <laughs> that was the fucking miserable. I didn't get a word of that. Not a single word. They, uh, the visual at the end, you know, keep America clean, you know, don't throw shit out the window or whatever. And she throws her trash into a paper bag that is taped to the glove box. Taped to the glove box. So if you had anything in there beyond gum wrappers, this is going to rip right off. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. And they drank soda in glass, fucking, you know, bottles. Oh, yeah. That's going through the bag. <laughs> Um, yeah, let's, let's, where can we find you? Fuck it. Uh, double L N K Z on Twitter and, uh, go to red dragons radio.com for this and many other great podcasts. I and Phoenix and I are, uh, uh, do. Yep. That was a sentence. All right. Uh, uh we're at the, the, the podcast pod on Twitter. L-I-W-T-Z review on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And so on with the Twitters. Uh, let's see. YouTube.com so. slash Loitering in Wonderland. Loitering in Wonderland at gmail.com. I'm bored. I don't care. Um, fuck it. Let's get out of here. Until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I am Frank Clementine Links. Squeeze, squeeze. So long, citizens. Bye. Frankie. Don't you remember?